0: Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, RX 300 Topical Pain Cream, the Baylor Club, buy it Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Burst and Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt
1: Mosley. Here's the play. From the two. Pitch to Reese. Touchdown, Richard Reese. Touchdown, Baylor Bears. 69-yard drive ends in the end zone, and the Bears go up 34-23 on KU. <laughs>
2: I mean, it should have been thirty-five to three at the half. What are we talking about, Aaron? Goodness gracious, that thing got a little. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I you know, I it's, be careful what you wish for because as I was trudging back up, I'd seen some family, hung out with with my wife and family and and uh, my sister and her family to watch the first half and I thought well better get back up the press box but you know thing is 28-3 gonna be kind of a. I could probably just stay down here and hang out but you know it's it's gonna be a slow <laughs> finish and then KU uh comes back and makes a game of that had outscored Baylor 20 to nothing you'll hear uh You'll hear Dave Aranda later in the broadcast uh, today. We'll hear we'll hear a little bit from Dave's talk today, and, and we'll comment on some of it. But, Aaron, I thought it was interesting. I think it's probably true what he said. They were wearing down Kansas at one point in the second half, but not wearing them down enough, were they? I mean, Kansas kind of hung in there. There was somebody that was down on the Kansas sideline who shall remain nameless that, that told one of our buddies – You know, at half, they said, hey, overmatched, just not enough athleticism, you know, completely overmatched uh, that Kansas was. And that's why you got to go back out there and finish the game. When you have a chance to put a team away, you got to do it at the half. And that is very unlike Ben Sims to drop a touchdown pass. Aaron, I was kind of almost – you may have been the same way. You know, you're listening to the post game. Well, Tom and I are down there at the post game, And I'm thinking, well, surely what Richard Reese ran for like 180 yards on homecoming. And I know he's a freshman, but we'll get to see Reese or probably Shapin, who had some turnovers, but he is the quarterback of the team. And they bring Sims out. And I'm thinking – well, I mean we're gonna to have to ask him about that drop, and of course I'm always willing to be the guy because in my mind I'm like, what well, has to be asked would be that I had a chance to go up thirty five three, and lo and behold, the great Jerry Hill, one of the great listeners to this program, great supporter, great friend of mine over the years. Jerry and Jerry kinda of tried to be nice about it, um, and say, Well, I won't call it a drop and Sims jumped in, said, no, it was a drop. I think it was a drop. And now the wind was knuckling down there. Okay, the wind was a factor. It was with Baylor, I think, in that first quarter. They were against it in the second. Um, But, again, it should have been caught. He was wide open in the back of the end zone, and that puts him up 35-3. Now, Aaron, and by the way, everybody was saying happy homecoming to each other at the game. I've been to a bunch of homecomings. I don't ever remember, like, Everybody wishing each other a happy homecoming, but I kind of liked it. I'm I'm gonna start doing that now. So, Aaron, happy homecoming to you. Uh, I enjoyed the homecoming. Went to the bonfire Friday night. Uh, heard great things about the parade. We were on the radio early Saturday morning, so did not uh, did not get to attend the parade, which started downtown at about seven a.m. and and uh, concluded there on campus at about eight thirty eight forty five. So they could get everybody ready and get them out to the stadium. Now somebody had a, a elephant. I like that. The elephant looked good. I saw some pictures of some of the floats. I was really proud of my fraternity, the Fijis. We're we're known more for in past years, Aaron, for just getting a flatbread trailer and some guys sitting on couches during the parade.
3: <laughs> that sounds like your fraternity. <laughs>
2: We had a good mix when I was there of of the milk and cookie kids that were home early studying and the wild kids, and uh, it really actually was kind of a healthy, fun mix, but we always won sing when I was there, and I was trying to point that out, Aaron, even though it's been like 30 years, <laughs> to one of my buddies who was sitting there bragging on his fraternity. I guess K.O.T. won it this year. And they were at pigskin. He was like, "I don't see the Fijis here or something." Well, we'll be back. All right, we had a little, they we had a little pandemic party, and Baylor tried to. Well, they did. They shut us down for a little bit. We're back. We're back in a big way. And Aaron, I was going to say, our guys built a uh, a float, and they they actually went to the you know stayed up late, did the whole thing. I mean, people you sp- end up spending quite a bit of money on these floats, these KOTs. <laughs> I think they bring in outside money, if I had to guess. Because some of these things, <laughs> they'll have to be all mechanical and and all these moving parts. And I think we've got some outside donations coming in. Panelinic or whoever is in charge of all that, let's look into that. Let's look into the KOTs. Did you ever know, Aaron, Do you ever know why the KOTs were known as the rags? Did you ever know why? Did you ever hear that story? The why why KOTs? You don't know why they're called okay, they, and they refer it's it's like a kind of a fun thing, but they're known. They've always been known as the Rags by everybody. Everybody says all oh, the Rags, and they call themselves that. It's because one year at homecoming, they put up a sign, and it said, "You know, welcome home KOTXs," but it said. It didn't have, like, a dash in between. It just said K-O-T-E-X, Kotex. <laughs> so they became known as the Rags. You get it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Aaron just not not choosing not to participate in that. But anyway, just, just some Baylor lore over the years. I think Aaron would would rather i not bring up those kinds of stories but that's that's just a very commonly known thing at Baylor and uh you told me Aaron you like the nose brotherhood i do the, no that, that that's a Nose specialty or things like that and then you just lay out on that story just like you want no part
3: of it i was trying I, to I, process I, it and then so okay until yeah. i have uh, until yeah. i can really process it it's a big no comment usually <laughs>
2: <laughs> I did not see um, I, because I was not depraved, I did not get an edition of the rope. I, I would assume the Nose Brotherhood did put out a uh, their their annual homecoming newspaper uh, from their home out there in El Mott or wherever they meet the Nose Brotherhood, the uh, one of the great. I don't know. It's not really a fraternity. It's just kind of a group. It's a, kind of a non-sanctioned. I think. The, I think over the years, the administration would prefer they just go away. I think they begrudgingly let them exist, although there have been some times. Aaron, I think I was at a sing one time or a pigskin. (laughs) and They came running in, and they were all in the jeans without the rear end in them. (laughs) They were in... You know, like chat <laughs> Right. And they came running through Waco Hall. And I thought, oh my gosh, they're going to get kicked out because you can't be doing that kind of stuff. So, anyway, shout out to the Nose Brotherhood, N O Z E, of course, and all the brothers. If anybody did get an edition uh, an of The Rope, I'm hoping my buddy Michael Haig. Who's above it all? He's the sports editor of the Lariat. Maybe he gathered one. What I'm really hoping is that Michael is secretly also a Nose Brother member. But he's you kind of have to be a little cynical and a tad bit mean spirited. Okay? So I was a perfect candidate for the Nose Brothers. <laughs> Michael is like the nicest young guy ever. So I don't I'm not sure he would be a candidate. Now he could do the witty, he could do that part of it kind of the satirical part of it, but the the mean-spiritedness is not really in him. I have a tiny bit of that in me. Uh, as we continue here, talking about homecoming weekend, good crowd out there. Love the uh, Baylor line. Way to go, Baylor line. Hope you're out there listening today. Thought you looked good, thought you represented. Now, we're kind of stealing some things from different places, and I think that's okay uh, to a certain extent. The uh, Sweet Caroline, the uh, the famous song, that's known, uh, they do it at Fenway Park. And so that's a really, really fun thing that they do at Red Sox games and generally play that, I don't know, probably about the seventh or eighth inning that they, or maybe the seventh inning stretch, but they play Sweet Caroline. And that's uh, it's a fun song, and there's obviously a lot of sing-along opportunities with that. Aaron, they... Uh, they they did it in the second half. And to the credit, because uh, you think, man, that's an old song. Um, that that Would these kids really know? Would these freshmen know all the words to Sweet Caroline? I mean, obviously people our age know them. And, Aaron, they, they ended the the music in the whole Baylor line, like however many there are in the Baylor line. Let's say there are like 2,000 of them or two or 3,000. They just did it a cappella with no music, no accompaniment, and it, and it sounded great. And, uh, man, I felt like I was at like a Church of Christ school with, all, with some beautiful a cappella music. And they, uh, golly, they, they just did a tremendous job with it. So shout out to the Baylor line for representing on uh, Homecoming. And the Bears go ahead and hold on to that one, 35-23. There's no reason in the world that game should have gotten close but Aaron that was some you talk about some ooh some scary moments 30 it, it you get that thing to 28 23 Aaron were you were you getting a little nervous or did you still feel like okay the bears are gonna bears are gonna preserve this thing how nervous were you at that point
3: I was pacing up and down the long hallway in the building like like a complete maniac yeah, I, was, I had the the radio in Tom's office up loud enough to where I could hear it all the way up and down the hall, and I was just, yeah, no. I, I did not have a good feeling. That's why I was so mm-hmm. pleasantly surprised and very happy when Baylor offense pulled off that last drive to put the game away.
2: Did you want them to kick the field goal to go up 31-23 like Tom? Tom loves a punt and Tom loves a good field goal. I mean, And I get it. There's some people that are a little bit more old school, and all this going for it on fourth down um, is a little much. What were you thinking there? Were you okay with them going for it when they were uh, fourth and one, fourth and an, at about a foot, and it was 28-23, and they were deep in KU territory?
3: Yeah, I was. I didn't, you were okay. I didn't want K- Kansas to have the ball with a chance to tie the game and they would have if you kick the field goal they would have to score a touchdown and and yeah. make the two point conversion obviously but that still gives them a chance with one possession to send it to overtime and I didn't want that.
2: Yeah. Okay, but they didn't get it. The old bears did not we have to look we have to think about that. It was it was like everybody was like, "Wait, can you challenge that spot?" and apparently they did review it and it looked they thought it was an okay spot. So very strange there. And, uh, and then of course, Kansas took advantage. I'm trying to think of what the score exactly was at that point. Was it 20? Anyway, um, very interesting decisions as that game was going along there. All right, we have our first guest of the show, Matt Lively, from over at Channel 6, was on the scene. He and Curtis Quillen, the sports director at Channel 6. Matt Lively joins us next. Recently on Game Time.
4: Hang on, Ward's um, got the yo-yo. Go ahead, Tom. Let me All see right, it. it. He's gonna knock himself out. Sure <laughs> he can't even get the string on his finger.
5: Okay, here we All go. Alright, here ready?
4: we
6: go. <laughs> t- you know, I just figured this out. This is a <laughs> right-handed yo-yo.
4: <laughs> Are you left-handed? I'm left-handed. Get <laughs>
6: oh, that out of here. Gosh.
7: That's a right-handed no.
4: yo-yo. <laughs> you don't have right or left hands. I'm smart enough to know that.
7: Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
4: At Metro by T-Mobile, you can save more now that you need it the most. Get one line of unlimited 5G for just $40, period. Taxes and fees included. That's the lowest price in prepaid. Plus, choose from the largest selection of free 5G phones from brands you love, like Samsung. Switch now and save more. Only at Metro. If congested, the fraction of users greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds and Metro customers may notice reduced speeds versus T-Mobile due to prioritization. Video streams and SD requires eligible port in. See store for details.
6: Hello, Central
2: Texas sports fans. Matt Mosley from the Matt Mosley Show here at ESPN Central Texas. Do you suffer from occasional lower back pain, knee pain, shoulder pain? I know I do. I had neck pain after breaking my neck in a cycling accident. What did I turn to? RX300 topical pain cream. Uh, They have an unbelievable offer right now. Buy one, get one free. Go to the website, reliefandrecovery.com. Enter the offer code GAMETIME. That's reliefandrecovery.com. Enter GAMETIME. RX300 topical pain cream was developed by double board certified and fellowship trained pain management physicians trusted by both medical professionals and athletic trainers also good for riders relief carry your gym or travel bag simply rub the cream on affected areas as needed limited time offer go to the website reliefandrecovery.com enter the offer code GAMETIME for your
7: buy one get one free tube of RX300 topical pain cream Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
8: Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. Make a winning drive to Genco and refinance your vehicle. Every loan can skip monthly payments for 90 days with rates as low as 3.75% APR for 48 months. Right now is the time to make a play. At Genco, we save you money by helping you pay less for your car. Every loan scores no payments for 90 days. Then have a chance to win three more months of no payments. Apply online today for an additional discount of 0.15%. Off our already low rates, subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoFCU.org, member NCUA.
9: Are you frustrated with rising cost of eating out? Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House comes to the rescue. Meat Eater Monday. One meat with two sides for only $8.95. This special with beef or ribs is $9.45. Tater Tuesday. Buy a Texas tater at regular price and get the second for half price. Pork Loin Wednesday. A pork loin plate for just $7.69. Try their new Porky Pig Tater with Sucking up Pulled Pork and save $3 off your order. Texas size value. Available every day from Waco's number one barbecue. Uncle Dan's Barbecue in Hewitt and in Waco.
10: Democrats asserted their will after taking power in 2020. With it, the left has chosen to pass reckless amounts of spending and irresponsible fear-mongering. In less than two years, our nation is racing towards recession with record inflation. The United States cannot continue to be led by a Democrat party that is not interested in America being a capitalist country. Hello, this is your Republican Congressman Pete Sessions. My party fights for economic opportunity with lower taxes on small businesses and American families. I'm asking you to vote Republican to stop the Democrats from adding trillions to our nation's debt and causing exponential damage to our nation's future. Otherwise, the left will continue to pass policies that make the United States weak and undermine our free enterprise system. Paid for by Pete Sessions
9: for Congress.
7: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
9: I'm Ward Weitzer with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams & Sons Roofing. Cowboys use their defense to beat the Lions, and Dax return 24-6 to improve to 5-2. Cowboys will host the Bears next Sunday at AT AT&T Stadium. Tonight in the NFL on Monday Night Football, it is the Bears hosting the Patriots on ESPN. Astros are a perfect 7-0 in the playoffs and advance to the World Series for the fourth time in six years. Astros will face the Phillies starting on Friday. Not much movement in the AP Top 25. Georgia remains number one, followed by Ohio State, Tennessee, Michigan and Clemson rounding out the top five. TCU is up one spot to number seven. Oklahoma State up two spots to number nine, and K State falls to twenty-two. Texas back out of the polls this week. SportsCenter every twenty minutes, only on ESPN
7: Central Texas.
2: The Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Busy Monday. Recapping uh, some of the high school action, the college action. I was kind of giving my account of a homecoming weekend. Matt Lively now joining us from Channel 6. And he was on the scene for that Baylor-Kansas game the other day after a full night of high school activity. And, uh, Matt, great to have you. Good to see you up there in the... uh, the press box, and uh, it was uh, it was a uh, boy. It, it, it looked like it was going to be just an absolute blowout. And then, if the Jayhawks didn't climb back in it in the second half, there there was no indication, was there, Matt, that that there, that that game would be any kind of a contest when they uh, when they went to the locker rooms.
11: It happened. Uh, to say to say that I was surprised in the second half would definitely be an understatement. Uh as surprising as, as uh, seeing you wear a shacket in October when it was supposed to be 90 degrees, the high. Um, yeah, you're right. Uh, Baylor Baylor was a different team in the, in the first half of the second half. Dave Aranda joked about it in a postgame press conference saying that we all sort of saw what happened, but I mean, that's how Baylor's just looked at times this year. And we've seen it on the road now at West Virginia and, and Provo, uh, and against Oklahoma State, but it's like something goes off, and it's a totally different ball club, and they got lucky there in the fourth quarter where they had a really impressive drive when their backs were against the wall. It was a one-possession game, and gosh, are we impressed by Richard Reese or what? I mean, a true freshman has really anchored and carried this offense in some of the biggest spots this year, so I thought they— They got bailed out a bit by him in that fourth quarter, uh, but definitely troubling that that's where that game went. And if it was maybe an opponent that had their stuff more together than Kansas with a backup QB, Baylor might lose that game despite being up 28-3. to
2: Yeah, are you with me? Let's lobby to bring the young Richard Reese out after one of these games. I feel like if you run for 180 yards and a couple of touchdowns on homecoming, that, uh, you know, let's get him out in front of the media because, as Coach said, he's not. It's not like he's scared to be in public. He is the bass player at chapel and uh, plays <laughs> in the kind of the praise band. Uh, that's David Wetzel over there on lead guitar, and uh, they get some good praise and worship music going. I believe they do their chapel on Monday. I'd love to attend that, by the way. Would love to see Richard Reese. Now, Matt, that would be a good thing for you to try to get on video. That's a story you ought to ask to do, to go cover one of those chapel services and get some footage of the young running back. And, of course, they'll say, oh, Matt, this is private. We're not allowed to bring you all in there. But I I could see (laughs) Brent. Brent is this new uh, PR football PR guy. Uh, he is he's a really cool guy. I'm I'm really enjoying being around him. So, Matt, that's my story idea of the day for you and Curtis is to go cover one of those chapel services cuz wouldn't wouldn't that
11: be fun to see the Baylor Star Tellback play in the base? I'm I'm with you, man. I hope Chris Williams isn't listening right now. He's going to try to steal that story away. Ooh. I I I, I love Brent Super nice guy. I don't know if we get that access though. I don't know if we get into the into the choir room. Uh and and then I mean Dave Aranda said that Richard Reese is like stone faced up there when he's uh yeah when he's playing. There's no expression on his face. He's very humble and modest, which is why he thinks he's so successful. So who know maybe he shuts down if the camera comes in there. Maybe maybe he has some musician stage fright with a camera. I wouldn't want to do that.
2: Yeah. Well, stone takes on a different definition with some of your former classmates at Arizona State.
11: Oh, mostly. <laughs> Have some respect for the Sun Devils. That's a low blow on a Monday afternoon. You might not be wrong, but I wasn't referring to that. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Richard Reese is a, an utmost uh, respectful citizen, I believe.
2: Yeah. Yeah, some of the things wafting from that campus. I've stayed uh, (laughs) close to that campus before, so I know about that. In fact, during a Super Bowl that I covered out there, I was right there on your campus uh, walking some of the same places. That would have been probably before you made it to campus when that Super Bowl was out there. But I did, as we've talked about, climbed a mountain, and uh, as they call it, in, in in a pretty neat time out there. Matt Lively on from Channel 6 on the Matt Mosley Show ESPN Central Texas. That's going to be fun. Boy, having you on today. Joey McGuire set to come on tomorrow. Uh, Matt, what is? I I like it when you kind of get involved in one of those news conferences uh, like today with with, uh, Dave Aranda. And I I do think he has an affinity and really likes Joey. But obviously this is a different type of week. Uh, They're very different people. One is all loves professional wrestling and and has some kind of relationship with like uh oh who's the who's the uh the, the famous Rick Flair, the famous wrestler. And one yeah. is an introvert, very quiet, doesn't change his facial expression. The only thing he really does is he he hits people on the rear really hard during games at times. <laughs> um uh talking about Dave Aranda, very contrasting styles. What was what was Dave's message? Because this is really the only time uh, we get to ask Dave about the upcoming opponent. What was Dave's uh, vibe today when when asked about uh, preparing for a Texas Tech team that suddenly has a lot of momentum?
11: Well, he brought it up pretty immediately, saying that there is going to be familiar faces in this game, and um, he has so much respect for Joey McGuire is, is really what he emphasized and. Above all else, he wants to see that staff, many of them were his at one point, succeed in Lubbock, succeed in the Big 12. He said not necessarily on Saturday when his own team rolls into town, but he definitely wants to see Joey McGuire uh, do do good things. I, I'll say this, uh, when I was just getting here, I, I saw Joey McGuire at a couple of practices, but I didn't really get to know him as he took the Texas tech job, but at big 12 media days this summer, uh, the, the Texas tech guys, my God, if they didn't adapt to Joey McGuire, they're up there singing at the microphone, uh, you know, just being rambunctious and fun. And as college students should act at a big 12 media day, I thought it was great. And here comes Joey McGuire walking over and, in my head, I thought, oh, no, he, you know, he's about to lay down the hammer, tells him this is not how we act. This is not how we do it in front of the media. Joey McGuire gets up there and joins him, hugging <laughs> on him, telling him how much he loves them. I mean, I was blown away. It really is, you know, proof that you can win, and it doesn't have to be one way. It doesn't have to be the Dave Aranda way. It doesn't have to be the Joey McGuire way. But it was great to see a different sense of a coach. And, I mean, I would have loved to have seen Joey and Dave in a room uh, over there at Baylor because I, I, they're just so, so different. But, yeah, I mean, to, to answer your question, he you wants success for Joey McGuire, and I think it's going to be a great game. And you have to assume there's going to be a little bit more juice from these tech players knowing you no know, no bad blood between Baylor and Joey McGuire, but you want to beat your old team. And so I think it's that's going to add to this.
2: Yeah. Well, Joey did want this head coaching job. So it's maybe it's not bad blood, but I, I promise you – this has a little extra meaning attached to it, and uh, and so it it'll be uh, it'll be fascinating to watch this thing. And Joey was, I you know, he was more of the Matt Rule school, uh, and that's who he came up under. You know, when Matt brought him on, and and Joey played a huge role in Matt turning the program around. So uh, it's going to be fun, and nobody'll they'll go for it on every fourth down. Think about it; the, the, these two coaches. <laughs> More than anybody in the country in the stats, back that up, love going for it on fourth down. Tom Barfield will hate it. The man sits up there and he, he just begs for punts. He loves to see a punt. But these, these two coaches, man, if given the chance, they love going for it on fourth down. Now, Matt, I, I want you to have a little time to talk about y'all's high school coverage from the other night. Y'all uh, always make some interesting choices, you know, on your game of the week. I'm trying to think if I know uh, there was a big uh, boy Harker Heights had a huge one this week. Yep. There were uh, there were some some different things in the pipeline, and boy, you've been out in the middle of some of these game of the weeks. Start with the game of the week, and then um, also I wanted uh, that China Spring that ended up being a uh, a really really interesting uh, ending to that one. I want you to maybe speak to that game a little bit.
11: Well, yeah, let's start with Harker Heights and Temple. We, we went out there knowing that was going to be the district championship, essentially, uh, and it, it lived up to the hype of what Harker Heights has built under Jerry Edwards. People told me while I was at that game, this is not the kind of Harker Heights team that existed three, four, five years ago. Temple came into this one with a four-game winning streak against the Knights, and it didn't, it didn't hold up on Friday. Their defense is legit. Shut out Temple in the second half. They put together a drive at the end there that I believe went more than eight minutes to kill the clock and seal the deal. Uh, And above all else, I got to interview him after the game. Sean Sanford, it might be the best running back in central Texas right now. He's committed to go play at Houston, but he still has power five offers coming in. I know that Utah recently offered him Parker is a team that uh, in in my mind could make a really deep playoff run despite being in, you know, at, at the top level. And for them to beat Temple, I mean, that's like a – it's a big monkey off their back, really, and uh, sets a whole new era for this Knights team. China Spring, boy, it's going to be fun if they beat Stevensville again in the playoffs because that was a game that went neck and neck. They had the home field advantage. They barely pull off a win. You could say that there were some head scratchers from the opponent down the end there. So, you know, credit to Tyler Beatty. He takes over a team that Brian Bell – win the state championship with and doesn't really flinch uh i mean the cougars have looked just as bit of good just just as good as they did last year uh with no let up so i've been really impressed with china spring
2: all right i love it well when you and curtis start talking your high school football i love the names i like hearing of these and of course then i start looking things up and uh and, and you said that running back's last name is Sanford. Who's so good? Is that right? That's that's committed to Houston.
11: Yep. yep. You made me Sanford. St- he, He's you, a, he's legit. Yeah.
2: You made me go down a rabbit hole as you were giving that great wrap up of the high school weekend. And a guy that's become of my uh, a friend of mine in Dallas. I was just trying to see if there was could be any relation there. But Ketrick Sanford was an incredible player back in the day at Corsicana High School who went to Houston, of all places, and um, was 5'6", uh, so would have been maybe at the very end of the SWC days, uh, maybe right about the time Houston and, and, of course, other schools were out of the SWC because he is now 44 years old, so I'm having to do the math real quick. But anyway, I just wanted to tell you, there was another Sanford that came to mind that ended up being a just an incredible back at the University of Houston. All right, so we'll tie all these things together Um, Matt good stuff as always and uh, now tell me what are y'all's plans you you and Curtis love a good road trip Um, our buddy Chris (laughs) Williams has been on the road recently in fact he's he just um, he he just decided to stay on the road and was on a beach in Miami last weekend and uh, and so really having a big time what are your plans for uh, your coverage of the game on the South Plains next Saturday night
11: I will be out in Lovick personally. I'm going to be doing double duty, back-to-back weekends, Lovick this Saturday, Norman the following, all by car. No airline miles being used for this one. Straight gas, lots of podcasts. Uh, I'll probably need to download some Matt Mosley show from Friday and just mm. listen to that on the way up. Uh, that, that'll knock off a couple of hours. But hey, I'm open to suggestions. You've got a podcast, a new band I should listen to. I'm all for it
2: yeah yeah I'll let you know. I've got a couple of singer songwriters, but you just I' was just thinking of of some old trips to Lubbock my old My high school girlfriend went off to Lubbock uh from Kaufman high School, and guess what she took out there this was and this was a big time vehicle back in the day. the probe Ford made something called a probe. <laughs> look it up lively, and boy, you could get you could make it from my hometown to Lubbock in a probe. In about six hours, six and a half, seven hours. Um, but don't be trying that, okay? Just observe all the traffic laws because some of those, as you get out to West Texas, uh, man, they will they will pull you over in a heartbeat, okay? If you get close anywhere I'm out this there. This car
11: right now, Mosley, yeah. you had to have a girlfriend and love it. You, I can't believe women weren't coming from all over to date you in this car.
2: No, she. <laughs> no, she had the probe. I didn't have it. I oh, had a, she had, I had, she a, had Yeah, probe. I had a. I had an '84 Buick Century followed up by a an S10 Blazer. Okay, I was. It, this was. This was a a wealthy girl from my hometown. It was not me. Okay. Although you know, Dad did fine. But no, this was the. Uh, this was the Bobovec family. All right. Uh, lively enough about that. Enough about all that. But uh, good to visit with you. Uh, safe travels. And uh, look forward to talking to you soon. All right, thanks, Mosley. There he goes, Matt Lively. Hey, uh, I knew this would happen. Curtis got uh, married; he's uh, newlywed, and now Lively has to make all the trips as the young single guy at the station at Channel Six. But uh, these things happen as uh, as Curtis kind of grows, uh, gets closer and closer to his thirties. All right, it's so Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. Let's do some Campus Confidential. What does Aaron Sexton have in store for us as we look around the world of college football? That's next.
6: Waco Lions football on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Bird Colgen Ford. This Friday night, the Lions host the Cleburne Yellow Jackets at Waco ISD Stadium. Our coverage of Lions football begins at 6.30 with the pregame show. we we'll have the kickoff and all the action at 7 o'clock. After the game, it's the Friday night high school football scoreboard show, presented by Southwest Sports Medicine. Don't miss Waco and Cleburne, Friday night at 6.30 on ESPN Central Texas.
10: Our southern border is open to drug cartels and terrorists from around the world. Fentanyl, heroin, and methamphetamines are flourishing in cities across America. Open border policies are costing the lives of 300 young Americans every day from drug overdoses. Hello, this is your Republican Congressman Pete Sessions. These policy failures are tied directly to the Democrat Party. As conservative Republicans, my party has always fought to protect our country and our children from the ravages of addiction. Now, with President Biden and Nancy Pelosi ignoring our nation's laws, law enforcement is kept from fulfilling their sworn duties. I'm asking you and your family to vote Republican to stop the left from changing America. Otherwise, the Democrats will continue to pass the policies that undermine our national security. Paid for by Pete Sessions for Congress.
12: Sometimes we say that a person has a wealth of experience. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Caleo Wealth Management Group. Accumulating wealth is like gaining experience both demand hard work. If you'd like to grow your hard-earned wealth, let me put more than 25 years of experience to work for you.
4: Clayo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services. Member FINRA SIPC.
13: Cars priced right of room.
7: Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechsportsFan.com.
6: BP Services of Waco is a licensed and fully insured electrical contractor for industrial, commercial, and residential projects in the Central Texas area. Your home or business will be in good hands with BP Services, whether you need a complete wiring overhaul, simply installing or replacing electrical outlets, or when your power goes out. Their electricians will promptly and safely help with the installation of motion sensors, recessed lighting, LED above and under counter lighting, smoke detectors, outdoor generators, outdoor lighting, custom lighting designs, electrical panel upgrades, and circuit breaker replacements. Call BP Services today for a free estimate within 24 hours. And if you agree to the estimate, 15% off your bill. 254-292-8908. Call BP Services when electricity
13: is on your list. Call BP Services your It's our priority. 292
4: my house
1: 80. ESPN Radio
9: Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Cowboys use their defense to beat the Lions and Dax return 24-6 to improve to 5-2. Cowboys will host the Bears next Sunday at AT AT&T Stadium. Tonight in the NFL on Monday Night Football, it is the Bears hosting the Patriots on ESPN. Astros are a perfect 7-0 in the playoffs and advance to the World Series for the fourth time in six years. Astros will face the Phillies starting off on friday not much movement in the ap top 25 georgia remains number one followed by ohio state tennessee michigan and clemson rounding out the top five tcu is up one spot to number seven oklahoma state up two spots to number nine and k-state falls to 22 texas back out of the polls this week sports center
7: every 20 minutes only on espn central texas It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley.
2: Old is Matt Mosley, and it is time for some Campus Confidential. As we look around the world of college football and college athletics every day at 440, we've already had some great homecoming talk, Baylor, Kansas, and look back at a couple of these uh, major high school moments. Aaron on the scoreboard show with Lark the other night, How fun was that, Aaron, that China Spring ending uh, university? What a huge win that was, 21-16. Let's get right back in those playoffs. That's awesome. That is an incredible, uh, incredible accomplishment. And um, I know our man Ryan was very excited calling that game. Aaron, what do you have on the agenda today?
3: We'll start with this week's AP Top 25 college football poll, where Georgia remains number one with 31 first-place votes, followed by Ohio State with 18. Tennessee got 13. Michigan is fourth. Clemson is fifth. Clemson, for some reason, received one first-place vote after struggling so much that their starting quarterback was benched in the game against Syracuse. But that is the top five. Alabama is six. TCU is seven, up one spot. Oklahoma State is up to nine after beating Texas and Kansas State drops to 22 after their loss to TCU. So that's the big 12 teams in this week's top 25 poll.
2: Well again you have to hand it to the Frogs and we got some game circled at McLean uh, Stadium. It'll be a coming our way and that's going to be a lot of fun it's a little down the road obviously but the frogs uh just thinking about could they show up with still undefeated we shall see still a lot ahead of them but to be down 28 10 to a really good k-state team and this was kind of a uh, perhaps a big 12 championship game preview and then to come rolling back and scored like, oh, Lee Aaron was it like thirty something unanswered? I mean, it was just it was unbelievable what they were able to come back and and do in that game. And that, they that's been their recipe. Um, you don't want to get down, but once cornered, like they were against Oklahoma State, and now like they were against Kansas State, they just get they just go at it and um, and then uh, came all the way back and got that thing. I guess to what thirty eight twenty eight. Uh, had a tremendous comeback in that game. They've got great players. Um, the, the home crowd advantage has become a big one for the Frogs. But what, what, uh, what Dykes is doing in his first year is one of the more remarkable stories in all of college football because the Frogs were picked in some circles as ninth in the conference. And here they are uh, sitting squarely in first place.
3: Texas coach Steve Sarkeesian Star- opened his news conference today following the Longhorns' 41-34 loss to Oklahoma State by apologizing for not singing the Eyes of Texas, the school song, before leaving the field Saturday. He said, quote, As you know, I owe an apology to Longhorn Nation. I made a mistake at the end of the game in not singing the Eyes of Texas when the game was done. That was not anything intentional. That was not anything that had to do with our players I think our players just followed me up the ramp into the locker room, obviously upset by the way the game ended.
2: Well, you know, Sark had to do the – when they had the controversy a couple of years ago, um, I guess that was actually before Sark arrived, but they were wondering if they were going to continue doing the Eyes of Texas after a study and this and that and the AD – uh, making a plea to the student athletes to to honor the eyes of Texas, the head coach. They lose a game and he gets the heck out of there. All right, and I don't fault him that much. My gosh, is it? Do I want to see all the Baylor players out there for the good the, the good old Baylor line? Sure, sure. If if they're if they for whatever reason left the field, am I going to hold it against them? Probably not. Probably not. Probably we'll all move on with our lives, but uh, Sark has to be, you know, deep down, Sark's probably like, I can't even believe I have to come out and apologize for this, but uh, he does, <laughs> and he did, and so he did what he could. I mean, this is, a, uh, this is an interesting Texas team because at times, they've looked as talented as any team in the conference. I, I, I would have to say, Aaron, that Baylor and Texas are a lot alike. I mean, I, I, I would think probably people, at least this season, hold Texas in a little higher regard. But again, it comes back to you are what your record is. How many, how many losses does this Texas team have? They have three. How many conference losses do they have? They've got two. So we can sit around and talk about how great a, are they the best four and three team in the country? Who cares? They've got three losses. It doesn't matter. So if you can't go out there and, and it's always, oh, my gosh, they had a big lead and they lost it. Well, that's part of the thing. If you're up 24, uh, if you're up 31-17 or you're up 24-14, whatever it is, doesn't matter where the game is. If you're in Stillwater, you've got to get it home and good for the pokes for finding a way to get that thing done. And right now, Texas is just kind of, what the record says they are a middle of the road Big 12 team. Guess who else is the Baylor Bears? Sorry, it's just the truth. So when they when those two teams get together, uh, it'll be it'll be an interesting. And by then, we will see because the Bears now go on the road against Tech. I mean, Tech Baylor Texas, basically all the same records, middle of the road Big 12 teams. In a in a week or two. We'll have some separation, and we'll know which of those teams is better. And it'll be, uh, and it, what a huge opportunity it is as Baylor gets ready to go out to Lubbock. And Aaron, I mean, thank goodness, you know, we get to see that. I, I, I mean, I, I liked being able to because it was in close proximity to us going to see Baylor and Tech every year at 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 and T Stadium. But the truth of the matter is. That game needed to go back to the campus. There's only one game that needs to stay in the Cotton Bowl or needs to be played in the Metroplex, and that's Texas OU needs to stay at the Cotton Bowl. All right? Even Arkansas and A&M at some point needs to get back to the campus. I think we're there. Aren't we there? Are we, like, almost there? I think think that thing's coming to an end, and they're going to go back to campus. So the fact that... Even though I don't love going out to Lubbock, um, it, it, that's, the, that's the pageantry of college football. Having to go out there and fight and claw and find a way to win in Lubbock. I mean, one of those um, teams a couple of years ago, Aranda's first year, should have won in Lubbock. And they had that quarterback named Columbia or something or Columbi, and Baylor did not get that thing done. They need to get it done this year.
3: Alabama coach Nick Saban said he had reason not to suspend receiver Jermaine Burton from Saturday's game against Mississippi State after video surfaced that appeared to show Burton strike a woman who stormed the field when Tennessee beat Crimson, the Crimson Tide last week at Neyland Stadium. He did not, however, say what that reason was. He said, quote, I don't think it's necessary to suspend the guy. If you knew the whole story, maybe you wouldn't either, but I'm not going to divulge that. Afterwards, Saban asked, what went into his decision not to sit the former Georgia transfer, he said, quote, look, I don't know how many of you have ever been that situation in a situation like that, but I talked to Burton. He was scared. I was scared. Some of our other players were scared. Saban said that Burton is currently in a counseling program but not in anger management. As but has been in, reported.
2: In some, okay, in not anger management, I think we should throw some of those classes in. I mean, I – can some of those court storming events and that kind of thing be a little scary? Yes, now it's scarier in basketball. you don't have a helmet I mean you know at least you can have your helmet on and be in football pads now again, people will ask, well, was he scared of that young lady the co ed i mean i don't I don't understand this at all it's ridiculous. other than to say it it is a crazy environment. I don't know I don't know. I'm just saying if you're going to not suspend him and you're going to say if you knew the details you should probably provide the details. That's all I'll say. Okay? I'm not going to I'm not going to beat him up over not suspending the guy too much, but I think if if they point to some extenuating circumstances and the result of that was a woman being pushed in the face, we probably ought to be made aware of what those extenuating circumstances I'm not aware of any circumstances that would allow a male athlete to push a female. I don't, I don't, and again, I'm not trying to stand on a soapbox, and I mean, I'm, I think pretty much anybody with any kind of a heart or morals would say the same thing. So I don't want it to be like, oh, Mosley, Mosley taking a stand, I mean, Gosh, I, you would just hope that that's part of human decency. But uh, I guess not on the Alabama football team. Tell us the details, Nick. We'd like to hear the full story, if there is a full story. All right, Aaron, um, it is time. Uh, we're going to uh, to get into some uh, Baylor football and uh, we also have some some things we want to share with you today uh from the cowboys game i got to cover the cowboys game yesterday and uh, spent some time with jerry jones afterwards we'll do that at 5:20. but next we'll hear a little bit from dave aranda
4: Hey everyone, with today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales. The defense records five takeaways in their 24-6 home win over the Lions. You'll hear from Trayvon Diggs, who had one of the interceptions right after this.
14: Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA.
4: What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label?
14: It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go.
4: The Cowboys got the home win over the Lions yesterday, 24-6, but the score's misleading. The Dallas offense struggled, managing only three first-half points, but the defense recorded five takeaways in the second half, setting up two Zeke Elliott touchdown runs and a Dak Prescott touchdown pass to tight end Peyton Hendershot. It was Trayvon Diggs who got the takeaway party started early in the third quarter with a key interception.
5: I feel like it was one of those moments. I feel like we could have, you know, stepped on the gas a little bit more in the, in the first half. But, you know, uh, we did it. We got it done.
4: Dallas also forced a fumble at the one-yard line, denying the Lions a chance to take the lead early in the fourth quarter. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy
9: Report, brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial exit in Waco and at richardcar.com.
7: Tune in to Dallas Cowboys football on your home for America's team. ESPN Central
6: Texas. The wait is over. Richard Car GMC has the trucks. 2022 GMC Sierras have hit the lot, and they're waiting for you. Sierra trucks offer
10: best-in-class towing, strong steel beds, multi-pro tailgates, and advanced features that make driving a Sierra second to none. Trucks are waiting for you to test drive now. So call now, log in now, or get here now, and drive your next truck today at Richard. Car.
11: Richard
12: Carr, they have the truck for you. Howdy, Chuck Garner here, professional guide, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot, unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor Bears. If you're a bear enthusiast or even a bear yourself, join me. And let's find some bears in the wild.
8: Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni.
10: Democrats asserted their will after taking power in 2020. With it, the left has chosen to pass reckless amounts of spending and irresponsible fear mongering. In less than two years, our nation is racing towards recession, recession, with record inflation. The United States cannot continue to be led by a Democrat party that is not interested in America being a capitalist country. Hello, this is your Republican Congressman Pete Sessions. My party fights for economic opportunity with lower taxes on small businesses and American families. I'm asking you to vote Republican to stop the Democrats from adding trillions to our nation's debt and causing exponential damage to our nation's future. Otherwise, the left will continue to pass policies that make the United States weak and undermine our free enterprise system. Paid for by Pete Sessions for Congress.
7: The Big 12 Blitz, weekdays at 5.50 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hello, Central Texas
2: sports fans. Matt Mosley from the Matt Mosley Show here at ESPN Central Texas. Do you suffer from occasional lower back pain, knee pain, shoulder pain? I know I do. I had neck pain after breaking my neck in a cycling accident. What did I turn to? RX300 topical pain cream. Uh, They have an unbelievable offer right now. Buy one, get one free. Go to the website, reliefandrecovery.com. Enter the offer code GAMETIME. That's reliefandrecovery.com. Enter Game time. RX 300 topical pain cream was developed by double board certified and fellowship trained pain management physicians. Trusted by both medical professionals and athletic trainers. Also good for arthritis relief. Carry your gym or travel bag. Simply rub the cream on affected areas as needed. Limited time offer. Go to the website reliefandrecovery.com. Enter the offer code GAME TIME for your buy one, get one free tube of RX 300 topical pain cream.
14: We're fighting hard at Pickup Outfitters in our battle to end truck nudity. But it's not just about putting an outfit on a naked truck, it's about making sure you have the very best customer service. So we offer the Pickup Outfitters lifetime installation guarantee. Over time, sometimes your outfit needs a little tune up, maybe some tightening, adjusting, whatever. If you outfitted your truck at Pickup Outfitters, that tune up is absolutely no charge for the remainder of the time you own that truck. We also offer free warranty assistance. If for any reason you need to use your warranty, you just bring it back to us and we take care of it. It just makes sense. I mean, operating without a promise like that would be like offering customer service in the nude. And if you've seen our staff, trust me, you don't want that. So do your part to end truck nudity by outfitting your truck, Jeep, SUV, or van at Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco, where we promise to serve you fully clothed. Check out our website, createacommotion.com. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram
7: Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome
0: back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, RX 300 Topical Pain Cream, The Baylor Club, Myatt Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, VersaLive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley.
2: i just Matt Mosley. As we get into the five o'clock hour, the fabled, oh my goodness, I love getting into this love doing some uh uh college football with you and in our time with uh, uh the cowboys uh from yesterday was at the game of cowboys versus the lions and um, what a uh, what an incredible uh Time that was for Dak to get back and and get back in there. <laughs> it could have gone the wrong way if not for Micah. If not for Micah Parsons tracking someone down that tied in Hawkinson down to one yard line. That game could have gotten away uh, from the Cowboys and the Lions could have taken a thirteen ten lead. But um, man, that was uh, it was interesting to see Cowboys improved to five and two as they get ready for the Chicago Bears to come to town. In fact, Chicago plays tonight on some Monday night football. So we'll see, uh, no matter what happens from Chicago, I think they're 2-4 and right now, they'll be on a short week. So the Cowboys should have a distinct advantage. And uh, kind of interesting, as uh, some of these other teams in the NFC East continue, the Commanders won yesterday, believe it or not. And then the New York Giants continued their success. And, Aaron, is that just wild that the uh, Eagles are undefeated and the Giants only have one loss. Cowboys sitting there at 5-2 and two and are in third place in the division. Now, they do own that win over the Giants, so really interesting. We'll get into, as we get closer to five we'll get into some of uh, Cowboys and we'll even maybe uh, let you kind of weigh in on our text line. But I wanted to listen to a little bit of Dave Aranda. And uh, I I mean, it's just it's so fascinating to hear his take on things on the Monday after games and uh, they have the uh, his weekly press availability. And he's also looking ahead to this Texas Tech game. So let's uh, we'll listen to a little bit of uh, Dave Miranda talk today to the media and then we'll be reacting to some of the things that uh, that Dave has to say. Let's do that right now.
5: It's good to see you guys uh, going. Just going through the film, a lot of a uh, lot of good things, uh, some some things to improve on. You know, I felt you know that where you look at that first half and that third quarter in particular, you have our team. You know, and you could see kind of what we could uh, become, and then maybe what we've been. And I think in all of it, you know, it's it's. It's our choice, you know, it's a choice we have to make. And I think, you know, I think it starts um, like today, I think, attending class, I think taking notes, I think, you know, um, being on time for your learning specialist, all of those things. I think, you know, um, you know, the hard choices that you can make consistently put you in a position um, for easier, you know, easier things down the road. I think the easier your choices are, put you in a position for harder things. And um, you know that has been a consistent uh, talking point, and I think it's been one that has uh, taken a while to take hold. And so we're still fighting that fight. We're going to have to um, mature in that sense, so that we can be that first half team. Because uh, we've got a lot of football to play. Excited for this next game. You know, I, I know the environment in Lubbock will be a good one, and um, you know a lot of familiar people there. And you watch the film; they're, they play hard and aggressive, and and it's impressive to watch. And um, you know they're a good football team, and so our best is going to be uh, required to um, to get out of there with a with a win. And so excited for the week ahead. Any questions you guys got?
13: Dave, any special feelings, emotions going against Joey's team? Going against Joey?
5: Well, you know, I I have a lot of respect for Joey and a lot of the guys on the staff. And so, you know, and I, I mean this wholeheartedly. I want them to win. I want them to have success. You know, just not just versus us, you know. But I'm, I want to see them successful. I know the type of people they are and what it what it means to all of them and everything, and so you want them to um, to have their own success. Just you know, not this Saturday. It's
6: gonna be weird the first time you kind of see them like in person in the red and black and
3: on the other sideline.
5: No, no, I, I you know I think it's you know for us it's gonna be you know um, for us it's gonna be short and fast. And then, you know, when we do start fast, not having a lull, you know, not having a third quarter, so to speak, and so that we continue to pound the rock and continue to work on um, the things that are right in front of us so that we are in position to finish strong. I think that complete game has been way elusive to us. And, you know, I think that's probably going to be the, the most difficult thing of all of it
11: there was a ten year period in this series where it was a neutral uh, site, but you have to go back to nineteen ninety, the last time the Bears won in Lubbock. Okay. Is there a concern there considering some of the road game struggles this season?
5: No, you know I I I think the you know I think part of the the fight I and I appreciate the question. I think part of the fight for us is to not really, you know, look at it that way or label it that way I think you know I I think some of the things that um, that were uh, for sure a struggle and for sure a lapse and uh, for sure a um, you know an underachievement in this past game in the third quarter were really kind of the same things that hurt us at West Virginia you know Um, and so one was home one was away I think it's I don't think the home in a way really has anything to do with it. I think it's things within the the team to where, you know, I'm going to invite hard things so that um, you know I'm callous to any circumstance that I'm in, and that my standards will override any any of that. And I think we're still working to get to that part.
6: Dave, uh, you've talked about the trackers that you guys use to measure mm-hmm. the miles per hour that the guys mm-hmm. run and stuff. What are some of the other technology, you know, and metrics that you guys use, and, and how has that changed since, you know, you started coaching back in the
5: day? So it's, it's a good question. I appreciate it. I think the um, it's funny because you kind of go back. For me, it's a little bit full full circle. I think you know, it was earlier in the year was probably might might have been relying on it too much. The um, hey, this is how fast we're running. You know, they can they can tell you if it's you know this is the the um, how how far how hard measured by divided by time that would be the load so you get a, you get an idea of that um, and then you know it can tell you hey if they're under three miles an hour this could be equated to walking this is how much walking is going on this is who's doing the walking this is what period of practice what part of the game so all of that is there and so. You know, I think there's early part in the year I was probably going off the numbers maybe too much. And it was because, you know, I wasn't really feeling the energy of practice. And, and these would be the old school things that prior to having numbers that you would, if you were just to be on the practice, you could feel it. And I know there's, you know, there's, there's just dudes that come and watch practice and they can, they'll have a sense of like, you know, has this, is this team in it? Is are they not? Are they not in it? You know, um, What's the feeling of it? The numbers sometimes can, while they're good, I think they're an aid to that feel. I don't think they replace the, the feeling, the read of it, you know. And so um, these last couple weeks, really, these last three weeks, going on fourth week now, I think the the feeling has been there. And then you have the numbers to kind of to be there side by side, and I think that's a positive thing.
2: All right. I... I mean that is that is sort of uh, an interesting thing to get into. I, I I'm I'm kind of laughing, Aaron, because uh, I mean generally coming off the Monday after a big homecoming win, you get right into the game. You just watch to kind of get the you know what happened in that game. Then you kind of move on. But I think everybody's just kind of ready to think about tech. And then our man Bryce, our buddy Bryce, is thinking about writing about the technology they use out there. And um, I think Dave was even a little uh, surprised to get that one, but he's uh, more than happy to uh, to go over some of that. And I, I find that interesting. I found that in- that answer interesting in the sense that that, that he admits they might have gotten too much into that oh so and so's running we had this many players eight or nine players who were over 20 miles per hour uh you know team speed now people that are listening might go now what what all can they look at and what is he talking about with load and what they can measure in in practice now is they can kind of find out you know like how where, where players are uh, heart rate wise um you know, from a hydration standpoint there's some things maybe you can take a peek at, and then of course, you can see what the effort is i 've seen this used almost to a negative way before, for instance, there was a coach fired I think out in Lubbock if I, now that I think about it but i 've seen i 've seen some uh, basketball coaches use some of this technology and if they have players I saw this in women 's basketball one time. And they and they're in whatever reason the technology they use isn't showing them at maximum effort, whether that be in practice or a game, that they get in trouble or something. I think when you get that tied in hardcore to technology, that's overdoing it. And I think it's a smart thing of Aranda to, to basically say, we might be leaning on some of these numbers and some of this technology too much. Some of the same things you might say. Are we leaning on analytics too much? Analytics can be a great thing. But occasionally, you do have to take a step back and use your feel for the game, your years of experience, your gut when you're deciding whether to go for it, whether to kick a field goal, whether to punt, you know, all the different things you have to decide in a game. You can probably get a little bit too tied to what does the chart say? What does the book say? So I kind of found... Some of that response to to Bryce, um, I found some of that very interesting. Aaron, let's continue. This is Dave Aranda's Monday news conference with the assembled media.
12: You experienced the night game in Lubbock a time or two. What do you remember about what the atmosphere is like?
5: I think they're they have passionate fans. I think it's it gets to be loud. I, I remember when I was there, like the frozen tortillas and um, and just you know, I think it's. Um, it, it's a fun place to play. And I think you get into um, you get into college athletics to be in environments where you know it means um, it means something to, to people, and you're playing for something. You know, something's at stake, and it all kind of matters and everything. And so, that, that you know, that's going to be the case coming up Saturday night. Dave,
15: has the offensive line maybe, particularly the last couple of weeks, mm-hmm. become the guys that you thought they would be?
5: I think we're we're working to get there, I think in the in you know prior to the last couple of weeks there was there were um some guys maybe still living in the the um the aftermath of you know the year before, and then maybe there are some guys that were um fighting the growth that needed to occur, or maybe there's some younger guys that' just trying to figure it all out and I think all three of those things. You know, at different stages of the earlier part of the year, have all kind of taken center stage, and you know, I give um, you know Eric and Jeff and all them a lot of credit, and then the the old line too, because you know, it's hard to look in the mirror. I think it's so much easier to look out and um, you know not kind of be critical with yourself, but to be um, you know, it's this guy's this guy's uh, problem or it's. You know if only this call was played, or you know any of that, and so we never really got to any of that. It was more of i, I see it, and they've been fixing it, and it's good to see and so uh, the more've fallen forward this past game and aided by O-Lyman O-Lyman pushing running backs, then really, I can remember you put a couple games together in this last one we we kind of beat you know multiple multiple games of fallen forward, and O-Lyman have a lot to do with that.
6: Sorry uh, when you lose a player to the transfer portal and that's part of the days of college athletics, mm-hmm. is that something that you take personally
5: no I, I appreciate the question. I think you know there's there is um so far in the in um so far in our experience here. You know the guys that have gone the transfer portal. That thought has entered your mind way prior to the season starting. You know, and you could kind of sense it. There, you know, there's a, there's a, there's, you know, we're working really hard to kind of wrap our arms around them and to show them. You know, it might, they might be thinking this way, right? How about, how about we think this other way? Why don't we embrace this? Why don't we, you know? And it's not to say that any of it is was initially. Hey, you know. Th- there's no, like, I'm, this is what I'm going to do or any of that. But you could just, you knew that it was, it took an all, it, it took an all-encompassing view and a real kind of um, commitment from everyone to really build it, to um, um, really work to get this dude to feel loved and feel seen and feel like he belongs. And um, I think it's, I think, you know, it's a good thing. Because I think that um, you know, guys want want to be able to feel that, and if the school that they're they're at is not giving them that feeling, then they should go somewhere where they do get that. Um, and so I think all we can do is is in 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 that circumstance um, see reality for what it is. Um, you know treat them with respect and really kind of make ourselves available to them and then if it doesn't work out try to help them so that they can be somewhere where it does work out
2: coach you give us I I really found that uh to be a uh, pretty fascinating um discussion because Baylor has lost fleeks and and Seth Jones the uh, the wide receiver in uh, recent weeks, uh, Fleeks had moved to running back. He'd been a wide receiver, been in the program for going on four years, and Seth had come and and really seemingly had been a had loved it at Baylor and and seemed to be a a, a guy that was always excited about his future and playing. And so you hate to see it, but I think I think Aranda made a a good point there about some of these players who leave it. it these don't just happen as kind of rash decisions. Oh, uh, I didn't play this week. Get me out of here. In these cases, what he's saying is these players had already shown signs of of kind of not really feeling like they were, uh, were were maybe already thinking about leaving. And I think when you start to maybe have those feelings, then it's like anything. It's like any kind of relationship. There's a chance it's going to be over at some point. And I do like what he said about, hey, when somebody does go ahead and make that decision, treating them with respect. Because, listen, this is somebody Baylor recruited. They wanted here. I think he was a good player. I really do. And, um, and a good kid. I mean, these are. it's not like, oh, they're leaving, so they must have poor character. I, I don't think that's the case in either of these cases. But I do think, you know, you have to treat these folks with respect because they've been part of your family. And if it gets to this point where they think they need to go, you treat them with respect, and you and you uh, you you let them go on their way. It is the uh, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. That was a little bit of the Dave Arenda, uh Monday press conference. And Aaron, did we ever get around to any Kansas stuff? I mean, I generally you like to talk about. Some of the game that occurred, we may listen to some of that as the week unfolds, but I think everybody has an eye toward this Texas Tech game, and uh, and I think that's for good reason. Let's talk a little bit about uh, the Cowboys' win over the Lions yesterday and hear a little bit from Jerry Jones. Uh, I had a chance to talk to Jerry after the game. We'll hear a little bit from him and talk Cowboys-Lions.
7: We'll do it next. The source for Baylor Athletic News and Information, ESPN Central Texas.
8: It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Now, here's the voice of the Bears.
1: Everybody, it's a Check of Baylor Athletics on the Monday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we'll wrap up the weekend in Baylor Athletics, including Baylor football with a homecoming win over the Kansas Jayhawks on Saturday. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat.
14: Athletics. Athletics.
6: During Jeep Adventure Days, Alan Samuels in Waco is celebrating with an incredible lineup of 2022 models like the Grand Cherokee, Grand Cherokee L, Renegade, Wrangler, and the Wrangler 4XE. These vehicles bring power to plow through any obstacles or the smooth, peaceful ride you'd expect from a Jeep. Jeep SUVs are also known for their design and technology. The Grand Cherokee L even brings you extended seating with a third row. Come see what Alan Samuels can offer you and your family and find the Jeep SUV that fits your lifestyle.
8: Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris.
1: And welcome back. It was a spectacular homecoming weekend on the Baylor campus that included Baylor football's thirty-five-23 win over the Kansas Jayhawks Saturday morning at McLean Stadium. The Bears got off to a fast start, scoring fourteen points in the first five minutes of the game and taking a twenty-eight to three lead at halftime. They then had to hold off the Jayhawks again. The final thirty-five twenty-three Baylor for their thirteenth consecutive win in the series over KU. After the game, we visited with head coach Dave Aranda.
15: Yeah, you know, it just begs the the
5: question of the lack of finish. You know, I think
15: <laughs> there's always there's this so far this year. There's just been you know the learning and the growing, and um, up till now, really any of the the learning the hard lessons that we take have all come with losses you know and so this is really the first one where we can say that we uh came away with a win with a with a hard lesson and so um you know to to talk about it all week and then to make the emphasis of all of, all of it and then to still struggle with it, I think it's about on par with how things have gone.
8: <laughs> and so
15: um, I think, you know, the the next phase of it, if it's like anything else, you know, so you go back to Oklahoma State, we don't really f- start fast. And you, BYU, we don't start fast. And, I, you know, so th- that's been really worked on. I thought you saw some of that today. And so the uh, the opportunity to, to to finish the way we need to, I think, is uh, is way way within the scope of uh, of where we're at right now, and it's it's a must for the rest of our schedule and what we want to do.
1: Dave Aranda and the Bears now four and three on the season. They are two and two in Big Twelve conference play. Next up, headed to Lubbock to play Texas Tech this Saturday evening at Jones AT and T Stadium in Lubbock. Also from the weekend, Baylor volleyball, number 14 in the nation, won 3 one over Kansas State Saturday in Manhattan. Baylor Soccer drops a 2-0 decision to TCU Sunday afternoon at Betty Lou May's Field. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris.
7: The Cowboys update. Weekdays at 7:25 a.m. and 4:50
10: p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Our southern border is open to drug cartels and terrorists from around the world. Fentanyl, heroin, and methamphetamines are flourishing in cities across America. Open border policies are costing the lives of 300 young Americans every day from drug overdoses. Hello, this is your Republican Congressman Pete Sessions. These policy failures are tied directly to the Democrat Party. As conservative Republicans, my party has always fought to protect our country and our children from the ravages of addiction. Now, with President Biden and Nancy Pelosi ignoring our nation's laws, law enforcement is kept from fulfilling their sworn duties. I'm asking you and your family to vote Republican to stop the left from changing America. Otherwise, the Democrats will continue to pass the policies that undermine our national security. Paid for by Pete Sessions for Congress.
12: Howdy, Chuck Garner here, professional guide, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor Bears. If you're a bear enthusiast or even a bear yourself, join me and let's find some bears in the wild. Join
8: the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni.
5: You wouldn't call your
11: doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number. So, why your bank?
5: If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank
11: different. Bank central central national bank member fdic
7: find sports news streaming and show podcast at centexsportsfan.com
9: okay so what's the most important part about your house no it's not that bar or even the man cave think about it the most important thing is your roof Insurance process for you. Don't let any fly by night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams and Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at McAdamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254 799 2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid.
8: At Texas Truck Love, our prices are so low, they are scary. Just ask our competitors.
9: Texas Truck Love is Waco's only
6: authorized installer of cat skin leather and best in industry, Aaliyah leather, as well as your best source for hard-to-find original manufacturer parts. Unlike the other shops in town where interiors take a backseat to accessories and tint, Texas Truck Love specializes in interiors. They offer a wide variety of services, including OEM seat repair, new leather upholstery, and aftermarket accessories, all at competitive prices. Texas Truck Love is just a Texas two-step away, located at 4793 South University Park Drive. Check them out at texastrucklove.com or give them a call at 254-313-2946 and ask about their financing
8: options. And remember, Texas Truck Love loves your truck as much as you do. And our prices are so low, they're scary. Just ask our competitors.
7: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
9: I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by BP Services. Cowboys use their defense to beat the Lions and Dax return 24-6 to improve to 5-2. Cowboys will host the Bears next Sunday at AT AT&T Stadium. Tonight in the NFL on Monday Night Football, it is the Bears hosting the Patriots on ESPN. Astros are a perfect 7-0 in the playoffs and advance to the World Series for the fourth time in six years. Astros will face the Phillies starting on Friday. Not much movement in the AP Top 25. Georgia remains number one, followed by Ohio State, Tennessee, Michigan and Clemson rounding out the top five. TCU is up one spot to number seven. Oklahoma State up two spots to number nine and K-State falls to 22. Texas back out of the polls this week.
7: Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Play action, fake. Prescott's going to throw it in the end zone to Peyton Henderson. On national tight end day for his first professional touchdown.
2: All right, there's Brad Sham on the call on uh, 105.3, the Fan, the uh, Cowboys' flagship, KRLD. The uh, good to good to hear and good to uh, see the Cowboys kind of uh, stretch it out there at the end. I'm telling you, it was. Uh, it was a little bit of a nail-biter. The final score is somewhat deceiving because Detroit was down there knocking on the door, ready to make that game uh, 13-10. to Cowboys had a 10-6 lead. Here comes Detroit. Hawkinson's a really good tight end. And actually, it wasn't Hawkinson. I keep saying that. It was their other tight end. I believe it was an 89. And uh, he... He, he gets loose, goes about 17 yards, and to the naked eye, I was in the press box yesterday at at and Stadium. It looked like he hit the pylon. Uh, the replays now sh- show that Micah Parsons did track him down, and his knee was down right about the one-yard line, so it looks like they maybe got the spot right. Some of us thought that they really should have challenged that, that Detroit probably did get into the end zone. Maybe they didn't. And so they didn't challenge it. And so first and goal on the one-yard line. And lo and behold, a guy who apparently never fumbles, Jamal Williams, running back for Detroit, coughs it up. And Anthony Barr recovers. And the Cowboys live to fight another day. That could have been, again, that was early in the fourth quarter. A lot of game left. But that could have really been trouble for the Cowboys. And the offense was not, again, Detroit has one of the worst defenses in the league and it's not like Dak went out there and just bowled them over. Aaron, what did he finish with? Like a little over 200 yards passing, barely over 200 yards, and and some of it kind of came toward the end. Early in the game, I thought he looked kind of rusty. Um, three and outs, first two drives. Uh, it, it just um, most teams usually win the uh, – if they win the to- toss, they defer and play defense first. Cowboys, I think – uh wanted the ball and man it just did not they've been really good early in games. They did not look that great. In fact, all the way into halftime, trailing six three at halftime, there were a smattering of booze there uh, among the Cowboys fandom as they go to the uh, go to the half and, and while they moved the ball some, you had Noah Brown uh upended with a with a uh, down in the red zone of Detroit and he fumbles the ball, Detroit jumps on it and the Lions were really in that game. So I don't I mean if you want to look at the negative side of this game, look at the fact that you had five turnovers and you still didn't really dominate the game. You finally took control late because Detroit is just a bad football team. Now the good news is the defense got five takeaways, you got the two picks. Travon Diggs had one, and then um, Courtney or uh, oh the uh, the Cowboys uh, um, uh, their their nickel cornerback got one, Jordan Lewis. And Aaron, bad news comes out today. We started hearing this late last night that they went ahead and had to do a foot surgery, and it, it looks like he's going to be out the rest of the year. Really good uh, cornerback and a nickel corner for the Cowboys. Now, fortunately, they drafted a guy named Deron Bland, who's a nice young player that should be able to step in and he'll be okay. But that's a tough loss for the Cowboys alongside, you know, with Anthony Brown and Trayvon Diggs and, you know, Jordan Lewis, the three of them as the starting cornerbacks had really been good and have played well, and it, they'll miss him the rest of the season. Bland will probably step in. Or, hey, how about the former uh, second-round pick for the Cowboys, who's become more of a special teams guru? Maybe he'll be up to the task and can step in and help him some in the in, with uh, the pass defense. Other good things that happened for the Cowboys. Aaron, I thought um, Sam Williams, speaking of rookies, Steps in as the uh, as the uh, draft pick out of Ole Miss. And he was a pass rusher who'd had some off-the-field type issues. He was kind of okay early in the season. He flashed here and there. Last couple of weeks, he looks really good. I mean, he was only on the field for like 14, 15 snaps yesterday. Two sacks, had a strip sack and recovered a fumble. Just took one right away from Jared Goff. Then he, he hit a running back in the backfield. Aaron, are you allowed to do is, is the trade off in the NFL now that you can't do anything to quarterbacks, but you can do anything in the <laughs> world you feel like to a running back. Pretty much. I mean he he hits that running back, and I can't remember which one, if that was the Jamal Williams or whichever running back that was for Detroit, and he throws him up in the air and just body slams him. And no call. And so they're fine. But a really good game for Sam Williams, and then of course Michael Parsons did end up with another sack, but just was tracking plays down from the backside and, and showing that speed. Thought the defense answered the bell and only allowing six points, and so you got to give the, uh, the the defense, uh, you know, an overall A. The offense was just kind of yeah. Thought Dalton Schultz played through some things. Thought the tight ends played pretty well. Ferguson continues to play well for you. And I like the way Pollard and Zeke ran. Uh, I thought the running game was okay. I just thought the overall receivers, passing game, everything was kind of a blah, kind of a a little bit of a nothing. All right, I did have the chance after the game to go back, go down and, and, uh, and get a first. Uh, everybody crowds around Jerry Jones after games. Let's hear a little bit of what um, Jerry Jones had to say immediately following the game.
13: That was really a... A tough ball game of, uh, if you will, will. And uh, they gave us everything that we could hope uh, wanted or not uh, wouldn't want. Uh, but that drive in the third quarter, I think, really showed a lot of resolve and uh, uh, but really uh, uh, showed the, the will of the team. And so uh, I'm proud of them. I'm proud for Dak. I'm proud of the uh, guys that made the plays. Uh, uh, Williams to come in there and have his game that he had, the young, Players, uh, they get to feel it. They know they can do it. We're gonna build from that. So, uh, really, an outstanding game, a tough game. Who would have thought a game would be that tough and that score end up like it did? But that's where it happened. What do you think it's about Dak?
4: performance?
13: Oh, I thought Dak uh, did. I thought the way Dak played was the team. The team had that. They, we had tough competition out there. We were uh, they were making it hard for us any way you wanted to measure. It. And I thought we uh, hung in there at the end of the day, you probably can say we depend on the turnovers. But what you could say is that uh, that defense, uh, the skills of the defense prevail. To let us make those big plays. Let us make those turnovers, uh, and then Turpin really provide us. some uh, uh, Really, if you will, uh, I think you just know it's there. When's it coming? And so uh, that helps you in a football game. There were a couple moments early on in the
11: game that seemed to the double covers, double covers. Do you think he was maybe just a little bit pressing in his first game back? What would you make of that
13: early moment? In that yeah, I, I don't uh, really uh, uh, know. Uh, he certainly could give you an answer on that. I agree with you. Uh, 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 it, it was in harm's way there two or three times. Yeah. But, uh, boy, what I did see him do is get that ball down there and get it in the way that you could have those uh, 20-plus yard plays, and we did. And uh, Dak made the difference in that area today. Okay, guys, we'll get in there and get to them. That's where you want to get their story. They did a great job. I don't see that, I really um, don't. Usually, uh, as I mentioned, that comes your way. That the phone's got to be ringing. Uh, I don't see that. Uh, I, I would always, uh, if it's of the magnitude of getting Deion Sanders on this team, then <laughs> I'll grab that phone. But uh, seriously, I don't uh, think, uh, uh, don't expect to have trade, but that doesn't mean that uh, uh, you can't get the call and respond within seconds. But we carry it all there, and if it's the right one, I'll let them know what about it. What can, you say Two about, minutes. what can you say about five takeaways in that second half? Well, um, I'll just start with Williams. I'll start to, uh, with the way they were made. They were made with a relentless uh, belief that they were going to get a play or get the chance to make a play, both as a unit as individuals. It paid off for them. And they, got their, they got their opportunities to the bench. You've been
12: a part of some great defenses here. But is this at the top of the list, what you're seeing from the defensive week and we know?
13: Well, I'm, um, I know this. I, I don't know that I've seen a defense uh, that uh, uh, is influencing uh, the team any more than this one has, even the very best. Ones. Now, there's a high skill level out there. There's a high confidence level. They're well coached. Uh, it's a mix of veterans and uh, a lot of young players, and they're getting more confidence and, frankly, getting better technically every day. Uh, so uh, this defense uh, arrows up. on Is that why you're excited about what Dak can do with the offense going? You know, as you continue on in the season, because the defense is playing at such a high level, and it pertains to what you guys can do as a team going forward. Yeah, I think Dak, uh, uh, as you saw, it's a challenge to get that ball on the two-inch line with 99 and 910 yards to go. Uh, although Dak uh, figured out a way and made the play, but uh, yeah, I don't believe there's any question that. One of the complimentary things we talk about with an outstanding defense is that you just, um, uh, you can be you can be a little. Uh, be a little Risky, if I'll say, on offense, when you know that that defense is playing at the level it's uh, letting. and you can count on them stopping them or getting, possibly, like today, getting a turnover. Yeah, there's no question that it's going to make us uh, better than we would have been with the quality of defense we play.
11: Just prior to that sequence that you're talking about, Parsons made a play there at the one-foot line to make the tackle that led to that first fumble. You mentioned relentlessness.
13: Is that kind of a good example of what you're talking about? Well, I saw him. uh, uh, that last sack that he got uh, it was just amazing. The sack he got uh, was an amazing display of his relentless effort. And then so was uh, when he was rushing and went back and uh, saw that it was a screen and went back and covered that guy and really made the tackle downfield too. You, you can't say enough about his motor, uh, just his relentlessness, his compete—we call it. Well, there's all kinds of word for it. But, uh, obviously, he's such a, uh, a, a really uh, uniquely outstanding uh, talent. But he's also got uh, one of the greatest uh, uh, compete, or or uh, he's got great stamina. And uh, uh, I'm telling you, he's got a lot of the qualities that uh, I've never seen that many in the same person.
2: All right, there he was, um, Jerry Jones. And he was talking about Micah Parsons there at the end. And uh, pretty uh, some interesting things from Jerry, and uh, I thought that was funny. It shows you how Jerry is. He he tried to wrap that up. Uh, Aaron, he ended up talking for 24 minutes yesterday. <laughs> by the time he finished up, he just kept talking all the way through McCarthy and then when it was ready for uh, Dak to, to talk. So, I mean, it was uh, it's kind of funny how Jerry is. All right, we've got to wrap it up with
7: the dismount. We'll do it next. Your first word in sports. Game time. Weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas.
10: Democrats asserted their will after taking power in 2020. With it, the left has chosen to pass reckless amounts of spending and irresponsible fear-mongering. In less than two years, our nation is racing towards recession with record inflation. The United States cannot continue to be led by a Democrat party that is not interested in America being a capitalist country. Hello, this is your Republican Congressman, Pete Sessions. My party fights for economic opportunity with lower taxes on small businesses and American families. I'm asking you to vote Republican to stop the Democrats from adding trillions to our nation's debt and causing exponential damage to our nation's future. Otherwise, the left will continue to pass policies that make the United States weak. And undermined our free enterprise system. Paid for by Pete Sessions for Congress.
4: Empower your financial future with First Central Credit Union, your local team. It's not only about getting from point A to point B. You can enjoy savings with lower payments all along the way by refinancing your vehicle. First Central knows your money is top of mind. Making it a winning season with refinancing set to your preferences. You decide the due date and frequency. Finance elsewhere? Save money with a new local game plan. Apply online. We make it easy to score at FirstCentralCU.com.
9: Membership and loan policy requirements apply. Member NCUA. Make your vehicle look and run like New Again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location
6: for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray in bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook.
7: Bella football,
6: cowboy football.
7: Waco football, Central Texas football, ESPN, Central Texas.
0: There's no better place to watch the big game than Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse. And they're here to help with some money saving deals. $3 off nachos on Mondays, $3.50 single tacos on Tuesday, discounted bone in and boneless wings on Wednesdays, $2.50 domestics on Thursday, Thursday, and $7 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Friday. Plus, there's live music on Wednesdays. Come join in the fun. Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, 330 Austin Avenue, downtown Waco.
4: A story of first downs and second chances. Meet former pro football player Michael Robinson.
1: I wanted to keep playing, but my feet hurt.
4: And all those big league experts couldn't help?
1: You have access to anything, but none of it worked.
4: Finally, he got fitted with Goodfeet Arch Supports.
1: Let me tell you something,
4: they work. Now, he recommends Goodfeet to...
1: Anybody. If you move, go to the Goodfeet store.
4: Sign up for your free fitting at goodfeet.com.
9: Stop by Goodfeet Waco, located at the Central Texas Marketplace, across from Lazy Boy.
7: Stay close. The dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas.
8: Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho.
7: It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Man, I, I tell you, Aaron, I'm
2: not the greatest multitasker in the world today, but I do love if you ever miss high school football, Uh, If you miss a game, you can watch. You can catch up on some of the games, like that China spring game the other night. I was like, golly, I want to go back and watch everything that happened there. Um, There's just so much cool stuff that happened in that game. That NFHS Network, I have a subscription to that. And that really, you can catch up on some of these high school games. And so, uh, man, today was Sports Central. Hey, also wanted to mention, uh, congrats to the Astros fans. Another sweep. Yankees are done. And then, of course, the Phillies. It's going to be interesting. Houston in the Phillies. World Series. Let's get that thing going. It'll be exciting. All right. we got to say good night. Uh, Everybody have a great one. We'll see you back here tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Straight up. Good night, everybody.
7: This is the Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. A daily look inside Big 12 Conference Football. Here's the voice of.